sharing our weekly intern whisper tip of the week. Today's intern whisper tip of the week is you want to have an onboarding checklist when bringing in new employees, interns, and volunteers into your organization. This way you don't skip a beat when it comes to making them feel welcome, included. You can also sign up for employers, the number four, change our email list at www.e, the number four, c tech to receive your employer checklist for free. So welcome Enrique. All right. So excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. Excited as well. Awesome. Your company is Triad Leadership Solutions. I have been really looking forward to this. Uh, very, very much. You are such a, a really warm and friendly person. I always feel that I've got like this nice, warm, cozy blanket whenever I talk with you. So you you have that, um, that mantle of, I will call it protection that others feel. So that's uh, just how I feel about it. Okay. Well, <laughs> You're welcome. Five words. Tell us five words that actually describe you and why you're picking those five words. Well, first of all, thank you, Isabella, for asking me to be here tonight. It's a pleasure to not only be able to spend this time, but talk about this. So you, it's funny that you would ask me this earlier. We were discussing short, you know, about these words. I would say truth, mm-hmm. humility, mm-hmm. quiet strength, although those are two. It's a hyphenated <laughs> word. We'll count it as one. It's hyphenated. All right. Love and faith. That's what I would use to describe myself. All right. So why those words? Why did you pick them? Yeah, well, they actually describe what my life is about. Truth. And as a leader, if you cannot live by truth, you are not only deceiving yourself, but you're deceiving every follower you have. Hmm. Because there's something about you they don't know. And if there's anything that people want to know about their leaders is that they're transparent. So if you don't live surrounded by truth, you're living a lie. That's that's basically for that. Humility, because there is strength in humility. A lot mm-hmm. of people think that that is not the case or they get they allow themselves to get run over. But that type of humility is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about knowing who you are in regards to, and, and in my case, your creator and your fellow man, fellow woman, right? Your fellow, your human yeah. being, right? Your yeah. Quiet strength is something that I've been told that I have. <laughs> and I've, I've accepted that because I've realized that it is, it's, it's this, you don't have to be forceful to be strong. That's true. You know, you could be strong in character. You can be strong in ethics. You could be strong in all the qualities that make a great human being without ever shouting one word. Mm-hmm. And it is one of the, uh, you know, if I can liken it to any, it's like a monk, right? A monk, they hardly say anything, but don't mess with them. Oh, no. <laughs> they, they practice some type of, of martial arts. Oh, you don't want to mess with right? Love, love is the foundation of all I do. Mm-hmm. If I cannot show love in my expressions, then I'm missing the mark every single time, you know, and I, and I try to season everything with love and faith is what I hold on to. 
uh, very near and dear. It has, uh, as a matter of fact, I was just posting on LinkedIn uh, about faith here this last couple of days. It is something that you need with you at all times because there's going to be some dark times in your life. Yes. Unless you have that with you, you know, it could get very dark very quick. Mm-hmm. So it, it's how I live my life. Yeah. Those are really good words that I think most people may not really reflect on as personal values, as guiding words for their for their purpose in life. I think that's the main thing that probably people need to remember. When they describe themselves, I, I will say teacher because, and you and I are spiritual, we share the same same belief system. I sat there and I had thought at one point in time, you know, somebody said, oh, you're just a teacher. And I went, you know what? Jesus was a teacher. I don't think there's any other career, you know, any other position in the whole world that's better than that. So yeah, I'm good with it. So that, you that word, just, <laughs> just, that right? just, it can be so <laughs> limiting. <laughs> but uh, we all know the, the value of teachers and, and we all know that they are extremely undervalued in, in our world. Now I will say not all of the world, because in some of the, in some parts of the world, teachers are very, very valued, right. Mm-hmm. And they, and they treat them that way, but uh, in, in the, in the States, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I was a, a basketball player, I would do very well, <laughs> you know, if we were doing that, but that's, we're not going to, we're not going to throw shade on anybody because they, everybody has their purpose in life. All right. So where'd you go to school? For instance, I mean, college, not elementary school. We're not going back that far, but <laughs> college, if you went to college, you, I know you served in the military. So walk us through what your life looks like and how'd you get to where you are now? Yeah. The, and the funny thing is that I, I started with the military before college, right? Because uh, I, it was a the military was my, my way up, now my way out, my way up from Puerto Rico and the circumstances where I was at. So I joined them. I joined the Navy in 89. Wow. A while, but thir- over 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And after serving a while, then you get into the age, you know, you need to develop yourself. And so I went to Excelsior mm-hmm. for two years. I got an associate's of science there. Meteorology was the concentration. I went to Thomas Edison uh, University. Now it used to be State College University. Got my bachelor's in natural science and mathematics. And then I here uh, at Herzing, I started my MBA, but then switched to Regents. I'm currently in Regents with uh, going for my master's in organizational development. Oh, that's my specialty too, OD. Yeah. Regents is a really good school. I know that I, I believe they're a Christian college also. They are. I went to Bellhaven for my MBA, another Christian college, just throwing little promos out there for them. I went to Barry University for my PhD and I completed all the courses and I passed the test. I haven't finished, I haven't done the dissertation yet, but Barry University is also, it's a Catholic school. It's run by nuns. It's okay. That's to on the coast, right? Uh, on the coast. They're in Miami. They're in Miami, but there was a campus uh, here. There is a Barry Law School, same school, and they're on Colonial. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not heard of the other two schools that you had mentioned, Thomas Edison. Where are they located? Uh, that's, uh, well, New York and New Jersey. 
So like Excelsior is in New York and Thomas Edison is in New Jersey. Actually, I think I have heard of Excelsior. Is it a public school, a public college, or is it a for-profit? I mean, when I say public, is it for-profit? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're public. <laughs> they're very public. It's a state school or, you know. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a state university. So I've taught at like Strayer, and Strayer is a for-profit school. So is DeVry. I've taught at those schools. Right. They're all for-profit, not necessarily a state school, not a nonprofit, but yeah, definitely definitely love higher ed for sure. So that's really interesting. You have anybody that's a teacher in your family? Because you seem to really enjoy education. Yes. Well, I learned that education is a must have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what I learned, right? I do love education. I, I've, I've taught a lot in, in churches. I was a pastor for quite some time. So I did a lot of teaching. But yes, I, I do have educators in my family. Uh, down in Puerto Rico. Nice. Well, so you were pastor of a church too. Did you go to seminary also? I I did a, a an equivalent. That's what I would say. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. I understand. Well, okay. So that covers that. And you said you served in the Navy. How many years were you in the Navy? I was there for 26 years. Wow. And I could have still been there. <laughs> It's just one of those, you know, you, when you have the perfect job, the perfect situation, it, it allows you for, to, to serve longer. But I did 26 and then uh, retired in 2015. That's kind of an odd number because usually people go 20, 20, 25 or 30 and you did 26. So is there a significance to that number? There is. Uh, 26 is what they call high year tenure. So uh, it's, uh, you've gotten to a certain rank and then you must move on. So I was an E8. I had to move on to E9 to complete the next, the next four to 30. So uh, as an E9, you can stay till 30. As an E8, you can stay till 26. I see. So that last year was selection year and I did not make selection for nine. And so that, you know, it's, it's basically you, you, you bought your ticket home. Gotcha. Well, thank you for your service. I know that people say that oftentimes, and I, I was talking with somebody else that was in the military. He's a veteran. He's left. And he said, I don't even know what to say to people when they say that to me. I said, you don't have to really say anything. We're right. grateful that we have people like you that, that just do that because it's not everybody that will say, yes, I'll go sign up. Well, it's not everybody's cup of tea. You're, you're, you know, you're giving, you're giving up an identity. Yeah. Right. You, you, you and you're lose. willing to make a sacrifice to go yeah. and say, okay, yeah. Would I die for my country? <laughs> Essentially. If you got yeah, called and, over. And, there, and not, not every, not every occupation will lead you to that. Right. Mm -hmm. now, uh, but the threat is always there because you just never know when, when you're a support element, you can go, uh, and, uh, into harm's way. Uh, it just, it does. It just means that, uh, some work, it can be done outside of the war zone. Uh, and when you're in that support capacity, maybe you're not risking your life, but, uh, just by being a service member in some parts of the world, you are risking your life just by being sure. that, right? So sure. Yeah. And that, that can even be in the center of your own country when like things happen with, you know, Trump being voted out of office and Biden, you know, the 
the capital got stormed. So you don't know. Yeah, that's for sure. So why podcasting? You have four podcasts and people would say, oh my gosh, what is that? Like, that is your job. That is your career now. It, it is. And I enjoy every bit of it. Uh, so all of my podcasts are around leadership development, which is I can talk about all day long. And, uh, but I have branched it off into four different arenas. Uh, I don't, don't, you see my background, my, my logo, developing the leader within is my own personal uh, leadership development. Uh, it was inspired by none other than John Maxwell. I'm a John Maxwell certified. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm a certified uh, coach, trainer, and speaker with John Maxwell. So that was an easy title pick, but uh, it actually came from my wife. And so I dissect, and this is how, how you'll see, I dissect leadership from every single angle you would normally not think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, I, and by that, I mean, let's uh, basket, let's, let's talk and just pick up basket weaving. Uh, you, you think that basket weaving doesn't have any leadership, but there is something about a basket weaver and the attention to detail that you must have to, pro, you know, to produce a basket that's pleasing to the eye. All these things are qualities that leaders should have. Mm-hmm. And so. I marry the two and then we talk about it. So, uh, that's one, I have a military centric one, mm-hmm. uh, where we do military and first responders, military spouses. I have one that's very laxed, the little Friday live on LinkedIn every Friday, 5 PM Eastern. That's just me being chill and going back to uh, a place that I love, uh, that I grew up at, uh, as a young adult, I grew up on Oahu. And so I, I, I've named it after the place that I love. And, and the very first one of the week is a faith-based one, uh, but they all are centered around leadership. Mm. I love that you do that. One of the things that we mutually shared when we were talking about coming on as a guest is servant leadership. That is something that is near and dear to my heart. It is, it was my dissertation topic for my PhD. I haven't completed that yet. However, I have moved now into peer reverse mentoring, which I think marries very well, honestly, with servant leadership. And I believe you share that same passion. Is that now that you're in a master's program, is that what you're going to focus on in organizational development is that aspect of servant leadership, perhaps? Yeah, that's exactly right where I'm going because uh, my my doctorate will be in theology, so it's gonna it's gonna bridge into that yeah uh, that type of service. But uh, there's there's something uh, that a lot of people are are missing when when they refer to servant leadership, and it's the the part that they have in it, hmm. you know, uh, their part. And that you know, go back to my five words in the beginning, right? Yep. Um, when you become a leader, you automatically don servanthood mm-hmm. and those that cannot don't do well as leaders because, uh, you know, at the center of leadership is our people. And that's just it. You don't become a leader unless you're leading yourself, which you can do that. Right. <laughs> and hopefully you are doing that. But outside of yourself is another person. And once you get a follower, then you, you have to take care of that you know, with, with integrity and with a lot of care. 
a lot yeah. of tenderness sometimes, uh, sometimes some, you know, some strong words, but nothing that is demoralizing or demeaning or anything like that. Just something that uh, it reinforces what's being taught. Uh, yes. But you have to understand that er if you're a leader and you are uh, disregarding the servanthood part of that, you're not only creating a disservice for yourself, but for those that are following you. So, yeah, I love servant leadership. There's been a lot of discussion when people first were hearing this concept of servant leadership and it's not new. It's, it's hello. It's like Bible times, you know, yeah. like goes back to God and Jesus. However, something that I, when I was saying, and this is like 10 years ago when I was starting all of my PhD stuff, I'd said, Oh, I want to do it. It was, it was like a new thing, servant leadership. And I was sitting there going, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> It's not new. It's the word itself, servant and leader. It means that you are focused on the other person. You are there to, it's not to be the doormat. It's certainly not to be the one that's subservient. Your focus is on the other person and helping them, just like you said, grow. It's not about us. And it's similar to almost being sometimes a parent, not really, you know, it's used in the workplace compliment to me when people say, wow, this feels like a sense of family. And, and I, I used to sit here and think it depends on what your family was like, if it was dysfunctional, or if it was, you know, like Norman Rockwell, right. But there's this place where when they would say it, it I could hear it in the tone of their, their voice. And it had true meaning to them. It, it meant the words of like, I feel loved, I feel cared for, I feel protected, I feel included. And that's significant. That's what a servant leader does. I'm sure you would say even more than that too. Yeah, no. And, you know, today I ran across a story that just layered out servant leader. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I'll tell it real quickly. Uh, and this comes from my friend, Dave over in Singapore. He says one day he comes into his boss and says, Hey, I, I have to resign. I'm sorry. He was like, why? Um, this, my wife is feeling this, this, and that. Hey, hold on. I have something to do in two hours. Come see me. And, uh, he came and saw him. He saw the big line and the, he asked the secretary, why is such a line? What's going on? He said, the man does not want to see anybody until he sees you. And he's like, oh, wow. That's, well, wow, that's amazing. He comes in there. He says, Hey, you know, is that the only thing that's bothering you? Know, why can't you? He goes, well, yeah. he goes, okay. I want to have dinner with you and your wife. So they have dinner out of the conversation. He starts to realize what she's going through. And he said, you know what? There's something at the, at the job site that you can help me with. Would you be interested? And so out of that conversation, she ended up being hired by the company and he was able to retain Dave and his wife and everything was done. And so he didn't lose a great worker. He gained a, a great employee, a new employee, mm -hmm. and he saved the company from this loss mm. all because he took the time to listen mm -hmm. and he was able to say, you know what, there's gotta be a better way. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about this? And, that, and, you know, a leader that can do that, a leader that can put other things on hold just to get to the bottom of the real situation here and then provide a solution that was in uh, for the benefit of everybody. 
Mm-hmm. That's true servanthood. That's how you lead. Mm-hmm. You lead because you can hear, you can listen. Yes. Yeah. We can sometimes, and I know you just said two key words, listen and hear. We can sometimes hear things, but it doesn't mean we're really listening. And it, it goes the opposite way. You can say you're listening to somebody, but you're really not. Many times we see people, they'll be on their phone. Like, you know, I know somebody's going to blow up my phone over here and we'll see, okay, you're looking at your phone. I don't think multitasking is a real thing. It's like all I can do to honestly walk and breathe and then make sure I don't like run into something if I'm driving. So the more things that we engage with, with our senses, whether it's sight or listening, right. Or we're touching things, smell, it all impacts it's inside of our brain. Things are going boop, 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 all over the place. And it takes our attention away. So being somebody that is an intentional listener, that is truly hearing and focused on the person you're right. That's what a leader does. That's what anybody should do. That's wanting to be a caring human, whether it's in your work life, your personal life, or your spiritual life, they're, they're all important. It's like, stop, take a moment, really hear, listen, so that the meaning of the word truly has significance. And it's a challenge in this uh, technologically advanced and inundated dated world that we live in you know the other day i was having a conversation with my wife she said hey i feel like you're not listening i said why would you why would you feel that way well when i come to you and you're on your phone you know it's a well back to your point right multitasking is not a it's not a healthy thing it's 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 you know where multitasking came from someone wanted more from one thing that's what happened. And they said, well, you could do this, this, that, and that, that, and so we had, have adopted a way of doing multiple things all at once, but they don't produce high quality. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so what I told her was, well, you know what, when you come to me and if you see that I am on my phone, just put your hand on me and say, I need to talk to you. Yeah. And, and my response to your touch and to oh. your is to take this phone and put it down because this phone is not worth what your time is worth. Mm-hmm. So I need you to let's work on this together. Mm-hmm. You touch me. You tell me you want to talk to me. And my response should be, I should start flipping this phone down, putting it to the side and saying, okay, baby, what you need? Yep. Because that is what should happen. But, you know, we get around this whole uh, multitasking thing and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, um, yeah. all right, yeah. And and I'll tell you right now, half of the stuff I won't, I won't hear. <laughs> yeah, and so much of it is just making sure, again, when you're serving somebody, you you stop with whatever it is you're doing and you're focused on yes. Yeah. Whether it's your two-year-old child, your spouse, your dog, even, you know, it's like, wait, what's going on? And I think that a lot of people, I don't know, probably nine out of 10 will sit here and think, I don't want to be held accountable. So they go, what is it that you want? And then they'll kind of listen, but 
not extend themselves with, oh, okay, I need to change a behavior. And because I care, and that doesn't mean it's like a, a romantic relationship. It's just, I care as another human to another human. Yes. We could talk this like all day, you and me. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, back to that story, right? The, the the man said, I don't want to see nobody yes. until Dave comes in here. Mm -hmm. He was, he was interested. And so, you know, it, it, it was funny in the military, they would say, Hey, if your CEO is interested in, then you should be ecstatic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. yeah. And the same, you know, the same way. And so if I come, if I'm home and, and I say, I say to the world, and I put this thing on my finger, mm -hmm. right? Saying to the world, there's somebody more important than you. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. what, that's what I put. <laughs> and that's what tells everybody there's somebody more important than you. And if that somebody comes to me, all else ceases. Yes. And so if I treat my wife like that, or I treat a, a fellow coworker with that type of, uh, of, you know, sure. intentional, mm -hmm. deliberate, Hey, you're the, you're the person right now. Tell me, tell me who would not love a leader like that. <laughs> Everybody would honestly, because I've learned, I, I think I told you, I teach Sunday school to three-year-olds and I love being with the three-year-olds. And so when I walk into the room, just even this past, well, my church is a little bit bigger, so it's on Saturday. So when I walk into the room on Saturday, I have two of the little boys are there that have started coming in and one of them gets up and he hasn't been there for a while. He gets up and he goes, Miss Bella. And nothing makes a person feel better. Like you're flying on clouds, you know, than when somebody comes up to you and greets you that way. What if in the world, everybody was always like, oh my gosh, Enrique, you're here. It doesn't have to be anything other than just recognizing another human what a great place we would have no war we would be there probably wouldn't even be homelessness because we would see the person go you need help and somebody would help it's funny the other day i was going driving uh, towards walmart and um you know just one of those conversations you know it's just you by yourself and going i said lord well i asked myself if there was one thing you could get rid of like thanos just snap your finger mm. and it is gone. Mm -hmm. And I told myself it would be selfishness. Mm. If I could get rid of a, in this entire world and snap my finger and selfishness would go away, you would see a different world. You know how in the beauty pageants, they go, what do you want in the world? World peace. World peace. Getting rid of selfishness would give world peace. <laughs> It will give a lot. It will give a lot. Your answer then, is better than world peace because I go <laughs> to get world peace. You know, a lot of other stuff has to happen, but right, getting right. rid of selfishness. I think you really hit it on the head there. That would bring. Yeah, it would bring a lot of things to halt, you know, and because you would not be uh, self-centered, you know, it wouldn't be about you. It, it would be about them. It whoever the other and, person is yeah and it would and everybody would it, it's not a, it would be about them mm -hmm. and it, it's it's almost like jim Rohn, right he said hey if you get or a zig zig ziglar says if you help everybody get what they want and uh and you'll get what you want 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, because what you're focused on are the truly the the values that are on the inside. People will often say, Oh, well, if I do this, I'm going to get something physical, you know, like money or whatever, the house, whatever. That's what's going to come. No, it's going to be something that's even better. And it's just like joy, satisfaction, peace, you know, qualities that you sit here and going back to that monk. You know, that's why they're at peace because they're not struggling for things of the world. They're actually going, I have everything with just what's around me. They're grateful. They're thankful. Yeah. So your other podcasts that you have, I, I love the one that is all about the word. The one that's on Friday, it's just like any free for all topic. It's like wild card Friday. It, it is. And uh, so, <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's a, it, you know, it's a, it's an extension really. Uh, so Aloha Friday Live came about that. I just couldn't fit more than 52 people on my, you know, developing the leader within podcast, you know, and, and that podcast by October latest, no first week of November is completely booked, booked through the whole next year. Wow. So I, so I have every weekend, every week's, slated it's already done so i say you know what how can i add all these other great people yeah you know that that i know that can talk about leadership but in a in a more jovial very relaxed i mean i'm playing hawaiian music in the background where yeah. it's very aloha and and so that's how that came about and so now i i'm able to fit another 52 you know great professionals that can talk about leadership from their expertise. So in, in essence, I, I insured over a hundred episodes every season. <laughs> no kidding. A hundred and 104. Yeah. <laughs> when you do these shows, do you have guests come back again? Or is it like, once you've been on, you go to just because there's so many great people out there. Yeah. I don't make it a habit to get a guest come back because of what you just said, you know, yeah. I have, I have 104 slots a year that there's way more than 104 people, Oh my goodness! you yeah. know? So, so I try not to, but there's, there, there has been one individual that has come back a second time. And I've had two other individuals come back to second time on Fridays. So it does happen uh, because some subjects, some things you talk about, you just can't, in a half hour, you can't get it all. Even no. in an hour, because Fridays, it's an hour show because it's, it's streaming live. Mm -hmm. Unlike uh, the other podcasts are recorded, this one is live. And and you get an hour goes back. It goes by quick. Oh, yeah. And exactly. sometimes the, the content is just so riveting and informational that I say, you know what? We're going to have to do a part two on this. And, and we have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So your favorite quote that you live by, do you have just one or it's okay if you have several? Yeah, there, there are several that have really inspired me throughout the years, but there's only one that I live by, hmm. which is funny. You can get inspired by many things, but what do you live by? Mm -hmm. And in the book of Acts, obviously, uh, chapter 1038 is talking about Jesus. But there's one thing that I've pulled out of that. And it says, and, and, he, and like I said, talking about Jesus, it says, who went 
about doing good. And there's some before then, and there's some after that. So you have to read the whole verse there, uh, Acts 10, 38. But that piece just stuck out to me as something that I must be interested in. Mm-hmm. And it's going about doing good. And if I, am, if, if I concentrate my life in going about doing good, then I won't do wrong mm-hmm. if that's my focus. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be able to leave deep footprints of well-doing in my lifetime. You know, and that's, that's, that's what I want to do. That's why that's my aim. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. You were on, you and I are both members of PodFest or the PodFest yes. group. Yeah. And you were telling me before we got on the air that, and we're going to give a little shout out to Chris Kremitzos. Thank you, Chris, mm-hmm. for starting PodFest. Also to Larry and Wendy. We love you guys also. They help Chris. And we cannot forget Andrew. Andrew. Was- Andrew. <laughs> oh, gosh, they are all amazing people. So we're going to give a little shout out for them. I'll make sure I tag them in this episode here. PodFest 2022 is coming up. It's May 26th through the 29th. It's here in Orlando. Woo-hoo. Yes. So I'm excited about that. I actually want to go stay out there at the hotel for it. Are you a speaker? I am. So what will you be speaking about? Uh, surprisingly enough, I'll be talking about LinkedIn live. (gasps) Amazing. (laughs) I am also a speaker and I'm going to be talking about interns and how they can help your business. So LinkedIn live, I am loving that. Do you have any like little previews or like little teaser that you can tell us so that our listeners will go sign up and get tickets? Yeah, it well, it's, it's going to be in a workshop. So which I, that's, I'm excited about that, that piece, yeah. because I get to show live what I do mm-hmm. to prepare and to set up a LinkedIn live, uh, the many tools that I use, what it takes to get as a podcast. Live. Well, yes, yes. And, and sometimes I do LinkedIn live just to, just because, right. Just I'll hop on there and get on there, but I'll be, I'll be teaching what it is, what it requires from your part, because it does require some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then the process of getting that set up and making it interactive, making it fun. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot that you could do, uh, on a live session. Uh, through LinkedIn. And I'm excited to be sharing that information. I'm very excited about that too. Now I've done some things on LinkedIn and I will tell you that they have been live. I've only done, I think three events, three like webinars. I did not try to download those and then upload them. Can you do that? Does LinkedIn allow you to download your videos and put them on your YouTube? Depending on the platform you have, like I, I, I use StreamYard, you could, you could upload for a live session, a recorded session. You mm-hmm. can do that. Okay. Good to know. Because one of the things that's going on for me this week, and that's why I was not on the pod, uh, PodFest event that we had today, which was the town hall. I am attending the, it's called the Future of Educational Education Technology. And it's down at the concourse on iDrive. Mm-hmm. So I am going on the floor as a media person, and I am talking to all of these different speakers and, and people from the, you know, the exhibitors, 
and just asking them, so tell me what the future of education looks like and doing like little five minute videos. And I'm going, you know, I could just save them on my phone. But now that you mentioned LinkedIn live, I'm going, I think I'll just do them live on LinkedIn, download the episodes, and then I'm going to switch them on over to our YouTube channel. Yeah, you you have to, well, you, you'll have to have a streaming platform, right? So usually if you have the capability of getting those recorded, you know, to all those recordings to stay, because you do have to, that's one, one of the things you do have to have a paid subscription to most of these things that to be able to save your video. Uh, but yeah, that, that I would, I would, yeah, I would definitely go live. <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm. You gave me something new to think about that I hadn't actually thought, and I went. You know what? I'll go ahead and do it. I just realized I've got to take a moment to acknowledge our sponsor, Cat Five Studios. So we're gonna just take just one minute to recognize them. The Intern Whisperer is brought to you by Cat Five Studios, who help you create games and videos for your training and marketing needs that are out of this world. Visit Cat5 Studios for more information to learn how Cat5 Studios can help your business. Thank you, Cat5 Studios. We are now back to our show and we're still talking about LinkedIn Live. So, Enrique, I am very excited that you you shared that little tip in there also. Um, Podfest. So, how long is your how long is your workshop that you're doing? Is it on the ground or is it video? I mean, is it Zoom? What is it? Yeah, it's in-person live mm -hmm. uh, with, the, with, with all the folks that'll be uh, attending. Uh, I don't know the duration, probably half hour, but usually workshops are about an hour. So yeah. uh, it depends. It depends on what they've allotted for it, but I'm ready for either either or. Oh yeah, we have to be. We're we're <laughs> professional podcasters now. So yes, we are able to make that stuff happen for sure. Let's see. The next question, most influential person in your life and why? Yeah, without a doubt, Jesus Christ. Okay, that's who I always say also. <laughs> that is without true. Without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, my life has been completely changed. And, and some people say that because they felt forgiveness, right? They, they, they felt forgiveness. I'm, I'm telling you that it's just, inex I, I can't even explain to you what that man did to me, mm -hmm. changed me. Things that used to be are no longer. It, mm -hmm. it, it's it's what it's you have to experience it to, to be able to say it, but I'm definitely not the same man I used to be. I understand what you're saying. Even still this morning, like when I got up, I was sitting here and I'm getting ready, you know, taking a shower, getting ready in the morning. I went, you know, God, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for this life. If this is my last day, thank you. It's just like, yes, I get what you're saying. I don't. And it was just in that moment where I think that sometimes people rush through their prayers and they, you know, say them really fast or they'll be impatient with the people around them. But it was just at that time where I went, I just need to take a moment and make sure I'm just intentional. Like what we were saying, you know, and just saying, thank you. The words, thank you have no true <laughs> weight in them. For me, it's like, I don't even know what to say, but you know, those tears that we get when we we're saying, you know, thank you. It's like the emotion that is truly where if it feels like it's going to explode in you, then that's how much it means, <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right. You won an award. And I, that's one of the reasons I saw you on LinkedIn. I went, what, how did you win that award? I'm going Yoda, teach me, Yoda, teach me your magic too. Uh, it, uh, and, and it's funny. Cause you're talking, you're, you're just talking about those moments that, you know, your, your tears are going down mm. your face and you, and, and I've always said, you know, if I had a thousand tongues, I couldn't thank God enough. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. So this award is the Rosie Network Media Professional of the Year. And, you know, I shared with you, so I started, it has not even been two full years for me in podcasting. Mm -hmm. Not even. It, it'll be here in February where, where I turn two on, on doing podcasts. I know this and all is amazing to me. I'm sitting here and I'm, so, I'm looking it up, Rosie <laughs> awards. I'm looking it up right now as you're talking the, about it too. It's called the Rosie network. And they, they're an organization in San Diego that focuses on entrepreneurship for veterans and military spouses. And, and so, uh, you know, the award came up and I said, you know what, let me, let me pump myself in for it because sometimes it won't happen unless you do it. Yeah. And so I did, I, I, I filled out the package. I, I sent in all, uh, all the links and everything that they wanted. And then it was a, a waiting game, right? Just, you wait. And I was in my, uh, I'm here in my house with my, with my son and I open, I see an email came and it said confidential. Now, you know, you're like, what in the world? What's that? <laughs> and then. I open it and it says from the Rosie network, congratulations. You are, you have been selected as the 2021 entrepreneurship award winner for media professional of the year. And congratulations. I looked at that and you want to talk about tears. I could not contain myself. Mm -hmm. I just started bawling mm -hmm. and my son's like, dad, what, what's what going happened? on? what happened? And cause it just, it just took me, it just took me by surprise. It did having so little time in this, uh, environment of podcasting, it just blew my mind. So I, 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 sh I showed him the phone and I smiled and he goes, okay, you're good. <laughs> he was just worried that it was something bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, an amazing thing to, to happen so quick. Uh, for somebody and, and there were other, you know, and I looked and there were other podcasts on there that were there for a while. And I said, that's why I said, you know, oh yeah, but you know, at least you put yourself in for it. Right. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> when I saw that I won, I was just blown away. And you know, it's a, it's a, it's a testament number one uh, to favor, right? You, you, for those out there listening and, and, and you're, you're, you're a believer, you're, you're a faith and you're grinding, right? You, you yes. hold on to your faith, hold on. Everything is for a time and for a reason why this fell on me for this time. I, I still have yet to unravel except that. It is a testament of God, how good God is to his children. That's just, you know, and so, and, and the fact that, Hey, you, you put in the work, mm -hmm. you put in the work, you, you, you've been doing this for, you know, a hundred episodes and more, because I, like I said, 
it's I, I have four shows, all of them run 50 to 52 weeks, you know, so just think about it. I'm running 400 plus episodes That's a every lot. single year, 400 plus. So you do you have a sponsor for each show separately also? No, no, we, there's just one show. The, the military show is, is sponsored, but it's, you know, it's a lot of work. It and, is. And, and a lot of dedicated time, but I have been blessed with great guests. You know, you see behind me, mm -hmm. these are the guests for this year. You know, they are all in. Uh, is that so like a monitor screen? I'm not sure what that it is. is. It's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's like 40, it's almost a 50 inch monitor behind me. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all of the guests for this year. I've been blessed to, to, to be able to ask and they're like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so. Yeah. I do 52 shows also just like you. And so this year or last year I did something where I went, okay, so let's, let's celebrate the most, the top three most downloaded shows. And I was surprised and I, and I put it out there and I said, so whoever, these are the top, you know, top 25 shows. And what we're doing is a little competition to see, you know, what are the top three for the end of 2021. We do that. And sure enough, like they start clicking down all over again. And we hit like a major milestone. We, we got over 4,000 downloads. Uh, we, we surpassed 4,000 now. And I'm closing in on 200 episodes. I'm, your show is 183, no, 184. And we're closing in on that. And I'm, those are some significant things to achieve. So yeah. you have inspired me. I'm going to sit here and go and get myself a really awesome sponsor also <laughs> and apply for some awards too. You have to, you know, I, like I tell my sons, I said, son, you, you got to give yourself a chance. Mm -hmm. Some people may give you an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Some others will take opportunities from you. Yes. But you have to give yourself a chance. Mm -hmm. And it, there, it's a difference. There's a difference. And it, when you put in the work and you lay the foundation and you put up the walls and you throw some roof on there and you, you know, you got to build your house. And yeah, there may be people that come and, and, and will help you. They will help you. Some may propel you and push you out. But you have to have all ready. You got to be, you got to be the one cheering for yourself, but nobody else. So you got to get that. You got to get that down. So yeah, go ahead for it. Go for it. And, and, and Hey, you know, it doesn't result in something like what happened to me. Hey, there's always next year and there's more awards. It's not, it's not all, you know, so yeah, go for it. And, and, and don't, don't hold back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree. So what do you think the future of podcasting or leadership, whichever way you want to go, but, you know, COVID has had a huge impact on so many people in, in the business world and overnight technology just, you know, we flipped the switch on technology again. We had to figure out how we were going to do business online. And then, you know, it's how do we actually provide things that are like, you know, big events that we used to go to. And how do we manage that when it's of scale? So what do you think the future of 2030 is going to look like? To me, I think COVID is like, now this is going to be our new norm. It's going to be living with 
something. There's always going to be something that's out there. And I believe we were always doing it anyway. It was called the flu and you had to get an annual flu shot, but now it's going to be new things that are impacting health, mental health, you know, physical and mental health. And then that impacts our economy. What do you think it's going to look like? Do you have any, and remember, there's no right or wrong answer. So. Yeah. And no, I, the, the thing, the thing we have to remember is that we, we are not the first generation to go through something like this, but we don't have to be the first generation that don't learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't, we, we have to learn how to navigate these waters without, you know, going after each other's throats. I mean, the, the pandemic is one thing. There's a different pandemic and, and, and that is fear. Yes. Fear is a uh, gripped people in a way where brothers are fighting. It's paralyzing. Not only is it paralyzing people, but it's causing confusion and, and strife mm-hmm. even among family. You know, you got one member that doesn't believe in vaccines. You got another one that does, and they will not see each other. Mm-hmm. It, it, it has truly, you know, you know, and, and on top of, you know, the, the real, the reality of a true sickness out there that's killing people left and right. You know, my, my mom passed in April from COVID oh, I'm sorry. and, and, you know, it's real though so for people <laughs> that don't think it's a real thing. I watched her die on that bed, gasping for air. Two weeks earlier, she was fine, you know? And so- Like no lung issues, nothing? Well, I mean, she had it, she had underlying issues, except that she still was living when COVID wasn't around, (laughs) right? She gets this illness. And, and people need to be, you know, this, this happened from one family member one. And so, you know, for, for those that don't, Hey, you know, you could believe all you want. All I know is what happened to me and my family. And, and so, and even still there's, there's some family members in in, in my direct household Mm -hmm. that won't get vaccinated and they saw their mom (laughs) grappling for air, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it, there's, so what we have to learn is this ain't going away anytime soon, but how can you keep your humanity? How can you still love people? How can you still care about people? Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, whether there's another pandemic or not, or it gets worse, the care of people is what we are supposed to be doing. Yep. We, we have to support each other. And that's why I said, you know, if I had the Thanos gauntlet, I'd be like selfishness gone <laughs> because our future uh, future is coming with or without you, you know, unless earth, completely ceases to exist futures futures coming it's it's whether you're going to be here or not and and so how do we help our future how do we help people in the future and you know so right now we're we're grappling for uh sanity you know, 
mental well-being, you know, just uh, just overall peace, you know, among each other. And so it doesn't matter in, in reality what, what future looks like. Can we even get there? Mm. You know, can we get there? You know, the podcast industry has really, really been just like exploding. It's so, so big. And I think part of why it's so popular is first off, we're not regulated by, you know, the FCC, you know, we can put our message out there and we don't have to worry about that. But because there's so many people that have a message to share, it's, it can be as small as something as like this product to brush your dog's hair, right? There would be people that would follow that. And it's right now it's saying that in 2019, it was a $9.28 billion industry. And I would believe that because when you were coming back from the PodFest meeting today, you had said that Chris, they did get the award for being the most, the largest online podcast event, right? And people could, I got my award back in 2019, I think is when we did that, right? 2020? The first one. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like, wow, this is really something that's big and you don't have to be on a radio. You can just actually do it from YouTube. You could do your podcast straight from YouTube or straight from Facebook. If that's what you want to do, it doesn't mean that it has to be video. It doesn't mean that it has to be only audio and it's not that hard to do. It is a commitment, just like what you were saying though. If you're like really wanting it to be a business and, and I am, I really want it to move over onto the side. Like it's making money now. Yeah. And and there's, there's, there's a book and it says podcast sucks. Unless you, unless you don't oh, have one. Right? <laughs> you got so, sent out. I and, think it was uh, either in an email or was on the Facebook group. And uh, and so I bought it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna reach I'm gonna reach for it here because it's right next to me. Go ahead. And so Sebastian Rusk, you know, he's a he's a fellow podcaster, friend of ours from Podfest, and 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 we'll see him uh, hopefully this this time around, but. Uh, he wrote this book and, and I just wanted to see what, what he had put in there. And, and for those of you that like to set something up from scratch, it's a, it's a good book to get. So I encourage you, I bought it to support him, uh, oh. as a fellow podcaster, you know, uh, cause we, that's what we do in our community mm-hmm. and, and, but he's got a lot of good stuff in there. You know, you, you, you're not too late if you want to throw, throw something together. And, and anybody will tell you, if you got a phone, you have a podcast, you have a podcast station. <laughs> the whole thing is right here in, in your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I could record clips. I got iMovie. I got, I could do it all. And matter of fact, I did it the other day. I was doing a video. I said, man, okay. So I did it. Boom, boom. I put it all together, spliced it, cut this, trim that, boom, 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 put subtitles. And there it went. Mm-hmm. all in my hand. Mm-hmm. Now you want to get a little elaborate and you got sponsors, then you got something like this, right? But it's not too late. You can do it. You could do it with uh, as simple as your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not that difficult, but consistency is one of the things that will get you. Yes. If, if, if you're not consistent and you don't have a message, now I could talk about leadership all day long. 
Mm-hmm. So if I could talk about it all day long, obviously I could cut it in half hour and talk about it all year long. So, oh my goodness! Uh, yeah. Right, so, but it's it's a it's a great community. It's something that we can do, and and yeah, it it it's it's moving along. And the industry, it's it's only going to get bigger. It's only going to get bigger. I agree. What is the best mentoring advice that you want to pass on to our listeners? And we've heard some really good mentoring advice. I love being able to close out our show with that. It's such a positive thing. I'm going to guess it's going to be a Bible verse. No, actually, uh, this is this is funny because in, in mentoring and I've done mentoring, I, I mentor here locally, but I've done, been doing mentoring a, a very long time. And if I was to tell anyone that's looking for mentoring is that you got to get over yourself. Mm. If you want a mentor and that mentor is going to serve you right, you better get over yourself. Yes. And understand that there are other people that have a better way and it may not fit you, but at least listen, Mm. at least be moldable, Mm -hmm. be pliable be able to accept because if, if I'm your mentor, Hey, sometimes they may feel I'm grabbing you by your throat. <laughs> it, it might, but it's always done in love and it's always done with a bridge over, which by that, I mean, I make sure you have a way over to the right side. Right. Uh, and so, but get over yourself. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the universe, we're not that big and we're definitely not the most important thing going around. Uh, Although, although I will tell you, we are the most important thing to God. And so in that, in that case, but there's, you're going to have to swallow a lot of uh, bitter pills sometimes when you get a mentoring, but it's the best thing you can ever do. Get a mentor, Mm. get one, get one, get one. So how can our listeners contact you? Yeah, the best way to get a hold of me is on LinkedIn and Enrique Acosta Gonzalez all together. And then if you know, if you look at uh, my company profiles, so triadleadershipsolutions.com is my website. But if you go on Meta or Instagram, Triad Leadership Solutions all together. If you are looking for me on Twitter, it's TLS underscore FL, Florida, FL. So yeah, and but LinkedIn is where I stay, and that's usually where you can catch me, uh, and and you can get a hold of all my stuff there. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for being a guest, and I'm going to make sure I acknowledge our sponsor. Thank you to Cat Five Studios. Thank you to our production team. Our video interns are Chase McDowell, David Ullman, Efren Cueves, and Keisha Perez. Our music is by Sophie Lloyd. Sound effects: Eric Peterson, Matt Miller, Dave Francis, and Miguel Centra. Visit employers, the number four change at www.e, the number four c.tech to learn how you can create real diversity and inclusion culture while skilling your people for the future. I want to thank you, Enrique. I have just so loved this time together. Thank you so very, very much. No, and thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it as well.